Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, world. Welcome, world. I am Double S. I got Zilla on the mic. Zilla, say what's up to the people. Greetings, my people. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us, and hopefully we can inspire you. And as we normally say, if we can change your mindset, change your circumstances. Well, for everyone at home, thank you for all the support on episode eight. Big up your damn self. We had Play Baby Leeds in for um for episode um eight. Now here, episode nine, we got Nats P in the building. Got K. Come on the screen. Come to the mic. Everyone say bow, hello. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we got Nats P. She's going to talk to us about being an entrepreneur, being in the finance industry. And um, it should be a good one. Guys, the Masterclass podcast is available on Amazon, Apple, <laughs> Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And... Um, if this is your first time watching, follow us. Give us a like. And um, without further ado, let's kick things straight off. Zilla, you have anything you want to, a question you want to kick today's episode off with? Yes. So the question I want to ask the famous Natalie P, as she's been introduced, is so basically we're starting off from 16 when you leave school. All right. Go on. Let's start again. So we... we we're starting in the 16 to 25 age range. You said it was in the late 90s. Okay. It was 1995. 1995. I left school in 1994. I went to college for three months to study... Sorry, I went to college to study health and social care. I went to Hammersmith College and ended up being there for three months because I didn't like it. It wasn't my world. Um, a lot of peer pressure in terms of fashion very fashion conscious college and I just couldn't cope with that. Okay. So I called my school yeah. and begged to go back in the sixth form. Okay. Um, and the teacher said I was allowed to come back under the grounds that I caught up on all the three months work. I hadn't been there for. Okay. And she would let me back in and I said, yes. I can't remember the actual day I started, but like just after new years, I went back. Yeah. Um, studied night and day. In fact, I actually loved it. I actually was able to um, write real-life story cases, um, case studies, yeah. which I still have in the loft today, as a matter of fact. Um, and I stayed there, passed, and got five, got distinction, which was equivalent to five A-star GCSE. Jesus. Period. <laughs> um, then um, left school, left sixth form, which I loved, um, and went to College of Northwest London to do advanced health and social care because at this time I wanted to be a probation officer. Thought that's where I, that's what I liked. Wanted to do that. Interesting. Um, so you know, went there, got then became pregnant with my first child. Okay. Um, and had signed up to go to university. Yeah. Uni as in fact, it was Middlesex University, the Enfield site. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And um, I had signed up and deferred my application to a year later. So that would have been 1997 or 98. Okay, okay. No, 98, because the course I was on was two years. Okay, so just to cut you off quickly, probation officer. Why probation of all things? Um, Kieran, looking after people. Okay, okay. That was my thought process. And I'd always, I like case studies, like social services, taking care of you know, okay, people okay. who are in need and things like that. Um, so that's what I liked. So I thought, you know, I'd be good at that. Try that. Anyway, the journey continues that. Did health and social care. 
two years. No, I first started at City of Westminster College, as a matter of fact. Um, went there for a year. Then as I became more heavenly pregnant, yeah, I moved to College of Northwest London. Because it was closer? It was closer to home. Okay, okay. Um, carried on, carried on. L- went on maternity leave from college in about October, okay. September, October. Yeah. Had Michael in November. Yeah. And returned back to college the January or the February. Oh, raw. Um, because my mom had always said to me, quitting is not an option. Yeah. You've got to carry on. And it was always my mindset that, you know what, I can't give up. I've got yeah. to keep going on, even if I was going to be a teenage mom. Um, so then I had Michael. Yeah. Went back to college, mm-hmm. finished the course, got a merit, which I was fine with because merit was equivalent to two Bs at A level. And I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, then I. Called contact Middlesex University yeah. to find out when I start mm-hmm. um, to learn that they never received my papers for uni, my deferred application. They never, they never, never received never it? Never received it. Not even a year prior? Not a year prior. Don't know where it is. Never heard of me. And it was kind of heart... It was ha- sort of heartbreaking, but in the same conversation, Bre- breath day, yeah. it was like, okay, what's the be will be? Yeah. Okay, because I was willing to... Commute or stay down there with me and Michael. Yeah. At the time, Michael was one or would have been just, no, it would have been a baby coming up to one. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't work. It, that wasn't what it was meant to be. Then I thought to myself that after studying health and social care advance, maybe social work isn't for me anymore. Yeah. It's not just wasn't my field anymore. Right. And in that time, um, I got a, went for an interview. In fact, I went look for a job. You know what I mean? Trying to find my way now as to what am I going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, got a job interview for Lloyds Bank in Oxford Street. Okay. Yeah, that's my. What act- year is this? This is 1998 <laughs> going to 1998. 1998. How old are you at the time? Um, I'm going 20. into 19. 19. 19 years old 19 working in Oxford 20. Street. Yeah. Okay. So I got a job at Lloyds Bank. Um, in fact, the 32 Oxford Street. Never forget it. It was one of the biggest Lloyds Bank there. Yeah. Um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was difficult because at the time, pay as in in a banking system, working part time, wasn't great. Yeah. But I wasn't going to quit. And um, but balancing me and Michael. Yeah. And Michael's at ne- a childminder. Anyway, my love for finance came from working in the bank. Okay. That's where my love for finance came from, and I just thought to myself, oh, I'm going to try. This might work for me. Yeah, um, more than actually going into something else. Don't get me wrong, I didn't understand how difficult it was going to be or what it entailed. Yeah. But I thought, let me try. Because you can't beat trying something. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Carried on um, working at the bank. I think I was at the bank for about two years, I think. Two, three years. I can't remember. About two years. Yeah. Um, had another child. Okay. A um, little girl this time. Um, Shireen. And... Um, Still, like, I've got to do this course. And in between Michael and Shireen... Yeah. Shireen's born 2000 now. Mm -hmm. I've done evening classes. Evening classes. So I've studied, like, manual payroll, manual bookkeeping, manual payroll, computerised bookkeeping, sage bookkeeping, sage computer... Oh, any little course I could find... Yeah. I done. Okay. And then um, worked my way up 20... How old? 25. Um... 
Then, yeah, I carried on studying. Yeah. So I've always done evening classes or attended college and work. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't go to university. University wasn't my journey yeah. to study, um, to be in the financial world. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's it so far. That's, that's the life of a strong black woman. Everyone give me a round of applause right now. Everyone clap your hands right now. Inshallah. <laughs> Twenty-five. So you've had two kids at this point. Worked in uh, the bank on Oxford Street, thirty-two Oxford Street. Yes, sorry. Okay, I'm here. My mind. Sorry, Kimani's telling me now. I forgot. Right. So then, I've carried on working. Okay. Carried on working. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I had Shireen. So in, in between my whole studies, then I had a third child, which is Kimani. <gasps> Yours truly. Okay. Right. So through all throughout my um beginning of my finance, which is bookkeeping life, yeah, yeah, I have always worked within the industry in within the field. Yeah. And I've always studied. Okay. Always studied part time. So if you for the children that are older, they will always remember me, Mum, yeah. uh-huh. on the floor with all the papers and all the books. Studying. Can you vouch? Can you vouch? She said older. You're older so than like, me. Can you vouch? Well, she was twenty one months old. Yeah, she's twenty one. Like, oh, my, like oh, yeah. say Michael, more Michael than Shireen. Okay, will always remember the mum on the floor, on the desk, with the papers, the books, and doing the studying because that's what I do. So, done. if you were doing a lot of the studying, how would you describe your relationship with your older kids at the time? We bonded in a. We just we bonded. It was just like whatever I've got to whatever I've got to do to make it. Yeah, we're gonna make it. Okay, so that was. And because my mom was involved a lot, yeah, yeah, that helped me a lot. Okay, but in terms of the bonding with my in with the older two, mm-hmm. it just worked its way out because they were just always there. It's like us. It's like me them. When they sleep, I study. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, or they're watching their show. Mm-hmm. I study. So um, found something interesting out. You actually got married in the year two thousand, no, two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. So uh, Zella, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. So. Got married in the year 2000. You ended up moving... 2002. 2002. Sorry, sorry. 2002. You ended up moving out of uh, the United Kingdom for a little while? Correct. So what was that period of life like? What was life like at the time? Like, how would you explain it to someone that has no recollection or has never been in a situation like that? Is it for me? Are you asking me or dad? I'm asking both you and dad. How 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 was it moving out of the UK? Yeah. Well, we didn't straight away move out of the UK. We went to Hampshire. Hampshire, where's that? Da- down the down down south of down England. South, south England. Big up on my South Englanders out there. Which is where you were born. Inshallah. <laughs> Which is where you were bo- born. Yeah, that's um, right. And um, it's very different. I studied down there too. Yeah. Um. But if the qu- the question is, what was it like? Yeah. It was different. It's a different world. Different in a good way, different in a bad way? Different in a good way. You know, everything has its negative and its positive, but more positive because we embraced it. Okay. At the end of Did the day. Did it embrace you? I just got on with it. Okay. It wasn't about being an outcast. Me. I, I didn't feel an outcast. Okay. But no, I did feel it. And I felt an outcast. Yeah. 
more when we moved abroad than in Hampshire because in Hampshire you're able to drive home back to London to where you know. Oh yeah, okay, okay. okay. So in that sense, it's easy. Yeah, and I wasn't one, and I'm still not one to have a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, circle of people wasn't my thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, and if I mean you're a friend, mean you're a friend, but I'm I'm quite to myself like that. So then Hampshire was lovely. Worked in Hampshire. This time I've got four. In fact, there's five of you. Yeah. Okay. Because there is Michael, there is Shireen, there is Kimani, there is you, and there is Fu. Yeah. Okay. So there's five of you, as a matter of fact, and your baby. Okay. The other four yeah. are at school, nursery, Shireen, or something like that. I can't remember nursery, but school. I mean, we had the childminder, whose name has totally slipped me right now. What was her name, Leslie? Debbie. Debbie was our childminder. Zilla, hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was Debbie, Debbie. So basically, that was that was a setup. Your dad was away working. Mm-hmm. Um, I continued. Big veteran in the building. Big veteran. <laughs> how many years have you, how many wars have you been to? Hello? Dad? Say again, I can't hear you. How many, how many wars have you been to for the people that don't know? I've been to two wars. Two wars. How long were you um stationed away from home? I uh, went age. It was quite a difficult time because um, once I finished training, August. I'm um, sorry, February Valentine's Day, um, two thousand and three. It was around the clock thing because I was told while I was in basic training that there's a guarantee once I become a full soldier i'll go to some farmer conflict war fighting situation so at that time when i went to my battalion when i went there they was in kosovo okay. and then they came back we went to another island for a week then i came back then we was on we plane for about three months then i went on annual leave then the 24th of august 2003 i went to canada for 10 weeks and um, then when I come back in October, we had Christmas. Then April following year, I went to my first operation, 2004. <clears throat> so a man on the move. So it was always uh, my as for my five year in in services. So nonstop. I think I spent. Out of the five years, I, sp- I think I spent probably a year in total. One second, folks. We'll be right back. Wish to accept this call. Please hang up now. And we're back. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on, but they they, they can't stop us. <clears throat> Let's just say that, to say the least. So, um... You said you were stationed away from home for five years in total. How? I said, so uh, within, I've done five years service. Okay. And if I add up all the time that I've been away, yeah, I think I spent four years away and a year in total at home because I, I, I've, I've been away more than I was at home Jesus. for that period of time. So... So, Nats P, how would you explain the um, 
four years Zilla did in the service compared to the one year he did at home with you. How was that mentally, work, life? How did you juggle and balance and, you know? Mm-hmm. How did you keep this ship rolling forward at a steady pace? You just have to keep on moving. You don't have you don't have a choice to quit when you've got kids. When you've got kids, you just got to keep on moving forward. Yeah. Um, but is bad, that bad, is bad, that more difficult when you have several kids all at different ages, different points in life? Um, when we was in, as I said, when we was in um, Hampshire, it yeah. was easier because. Nan, your nan is n- is in London. Okay, okay? okay, and she used to come down. Yeah, no, and at the end of the day, um, just easier. You're you're in you're in a country what you know where you know. Okay, yeah, it's easy to jump in a car and drive. Uh, when we moved away mm-hmm. to Germany, yeah, um, which was lovely. Don't get what, what year did what year did you move away to? Two thousand and two thousand and. Five. 2005. February 2005. February 2005. 2005. Yeah. Wow. So this time, um, 2005, but we've only got four children going with us, which is Michael, Mike, Shireen, Kimani, and you. Okay, okay. Who okay. didn't come to Germany. Um, so you go to a new country. Yeah. A new house. Yeah. You have to get on. Trust me. You have to get on. You have to get on. If you start, you have you got to survive. So where was it? Were you just in Germany, or were you in like uh, the army barrack? No, army so we lived. Germany? We lived on a road. A road. Uh, just like a residential road. Okay. You had other squaddies who lived on families who lived on the road, and you had German neighbors. Okay. Um, they were nice. They were, don't get me Lovely wrong. Lovely people. Nice people. They used to make fresh bread and send it to your door, and that. No, but you know, no, was it like that? The films. Yeah. Guten Tag to all the Germans out there watching. <laughs> Guten Tag, brother. Which we, but we had a good time. They were they were nice people to us. Yeah, and they dealt with us nice. You go to the shop, everybody's just everything friendly. Like yeah, everything was in close proximity to us. Um, it was a nice life. I'm not gonna lie and say it wasn't nice. Yeah, yeah. it's like you went there, you got on with it because you have to get on. So, if there was a choice to have stayed in Germany rather than come back to the UK, would w- would we have stayed there? Would have stayed. Would have stayed. It was a different lifestyle. It was nice then. You seem shocked. It's family orientated. It's, it's more catered to family than, you know, an individual. Okay. Yeah. And you would, and in fact, you're older now, but if you had seen that, you'd have liked it. Because if you speak to, like, your brother, yeah, he can tell you what he did. And he wasn't even that old. You know, like, like he wasn't 18, 19. And you know, you saw the kids going rollerblading. They did a lot as families. Yeah, where England doesn't is not designed like that. We got Mike C. We got him on next week's podcast. So it was like that, and at the same time, so I I worked. Mm-hmm. So basically, yes, being at home. Yeah. By yourself, more or less. Yeah. You learn to get on with it. I'm okay. not. I'm not going to say emotionally it doesn't drain you. It doesn't take a lot out of you. Yeah. Or you don't want more. You're in overdrive. You just just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. You're working full time. Your, your kids, one's at one's at one nursery, one's at the other nursery. Two are in school. You just just keep going in it. You don't, so, don't think about it. I'll tell you what we can do for this next segment here. So explain. I want Natsby and Zella to kind of like back to back action movie style. Kind of tell the story of transitioning back to the UK and what what. The work life was when you guys both got back. 
Say that again, sorry. So um, in Germany right now, mm-hmm. you're in overdrive. You're pushing hard for your kids and for your husband who's at war right now. Mm-hmm. You guys end up finding your way back into the United Kingdom. Yeah. What is... Where does the story go from here? What is the work, work life like, living situation? Adjustment. The adjustment back into the UK. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The articulate one. Adjust. Cutting out. Adjustment back into the UK. Well, I was working full time in Germany. You see, I'm always working. Yeah. Right. So work is never a problem because I'm always working uh-huh. and studying. Okay. Yeah. And. Coming back to your left, I finished one job in Germany mm-hmm. um, in finance. Okay. And also was able to obtain regimental. I did a re- regimental accountant course as well. And you was able to come back to the UK and get another job. So it's, okay. it's not hard to get a job. The job's easy to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we come back. I must start. Yeah, I think I'm start, still studying. I'm always studying. And get back into the work mode because you've got to work to survive. Yeah. Really. And it's everything else is a is, is chaos. Okay. In terms of living situation, not you know, um, because the plan was never to come back to the UK. It was actually to go to live in Canada, but that went out the window. You could have been Canadian, bro. Could have been Canadian. Inshallah. Could have been Canadian. You heard it here first. Yeah, we wanted to immigrate to Canada. That was that was our dream. Yeah, and because once again, Canada has a very different lifestyle, very family um, lifestyle, very organized. If you've got a skill, yeah, it's, it's you can go there, you can get work and yeah? go far and go further. Than in so, the UK. um, what happened? I think that's the question on everyone's mind listening at home right now. What happened? Could have been Canadian, dude. Tory Lane, Drake, you know, top five presser. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, let's just correct me. Um, relying on others, family to help you, you know. Promises. Yeah. So w- mm-hmm. we were supposed to immigrate to Canada because I was gonna inherit my uncle' real estate business, and his son Christopher, who is a barrister. Okay. He was the one who was, a, was responsible for doing the the paperwork, the legal side, and keep us abreast. So while I was in Iraq 2006, yeah. he was going back and forth, back and forth, and then there was a discrepancy about land and um, their dad choose me over them and all of that stuff. So then it started casting an animosity about, you know, who should be taking over the 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 business and all of that stuff so that's where the breakdown came so when I spoke to my uncle when I terminate my contract in Iraq yeah I only had a year to sort things out but by that time when I phoned him and he says look son it's gonna be difficult for all everybody to come at the same time you would have to come by yourself and then get the others and I'm thinking this doesn't make any sense because no sense at all I've got a young family. How am I going to leave them behind then to go and start something then after golf? So it could be a year, two years, three years, four years, you know, how long this thing's going to take for you like, to come over if I went first. So wow. the decision was if all of us ain't going, then it's no point. So at that point, it's kind of get a bit tricky because I come back from it. The tour finished November 2006. Okay. 
and I only I only had until April the next year to leave. So as you can imagine, it wasn't no whole heap of time to plan anything. So the house is already um, thingy. The, um, we haven't got had enough chance to sort out living accommodation in the UK. So all of that was a crazy madness. The one thing we did before I, we come back, we had a sit down and uh, we said that, look, we have to make a decision here. So the decision was, I would become the house husband because I ju- we just set up seventy um, time fly enterprise at the time limited, okay. and so mum was gonna go to work full time. I would look after the children and build the business from there. So when we come back, we was classed as homeless for two and a half years. Jesus. But the hustle never stops. The hustle never stops. Hey man, but just to know, you could have been Canadian. Could have been Canadian. Girl. I don't know who you are, Christopher, but excuse my language for you. Oh, oh. Christopher, wherever you are out there, just know I'm looking for you. We oh. need to have a serious sit down because could have been Canadian, dude. But anyway, <clears throat> so back in the UK, as Zilla put it, you're in the driver's seat, you're working full time, he's at home looking after the kids, doing his thing on the side. How does this translate and what is the mindset now? You're back in the UK, classified as homeless for two years. What is, what's going through the... The first thing on the agenda was to find somewhere to live. Oh, obviously. But how do you go about that? What's, what's the, what's going through the minds of Zilla and that? We were looking to buy a house, but we couldn't buy in London. So we were looking out of London. We went and view a few properties in Luton at the time. There were some in Milton Keynes, but they they look big in the photograph when you saw them on the internet. But when you actually go into the space and look at it, it was quite small. Yeah. So then we start look to the council because we have to find somewhere to live. We've been living in this condition for I don't know nearly a year. Okay. Yeah, over a year, two years. So yeah, it was two years because we never moved to uh, the house that you like living now. Yeah. Until 2009, and we came back from January 2007. So how long were you so been in? 2009. We were going. Huh? It doesn't even feel like 2009 to be honest. Yeah, so we moved to January. Yeah. Raw. Yeah, it was January 2009. We moved to that address, and we were going all over the places looking housing and. It was getting frustrated, so in the end, we wrote to our local MP. Yeah, Don Butler, and Don um, Butler. she she wrote to the council and thingy, and then they gave us they there was four or five people, yeah. or they sent to the the same address at the time. So when we walked down the road, I walk, I looked through the keyhole, and I said to Elaine, "Look, this is us." So they have a lady; she was right behind us. Okay, and then she said, "You're gonna take this, isn't it?" And we said, "Yeah," and that was it. Max we P, moved can in. you confirm? He looked through the keyhole and it, said, this is us. Yeah, I looked in there, I saw it, and I think this is it. So it took me two weeks to gut it out and put it back together. He told me to look beyond what I see. Because yeah, at the time when you look at it, you're like, what? But it's true. Yeah, we did. Come on in. I want you to slide right into the, the microphone. If, if we can all remember the early days of living in a house, I remember the smell of paint a small TV in where the front room is now, 
and MTV on all day. Yeah, watching Drumline on repeat. Watching Mad t- It's mad to think how far... 16 years almost living in the same house. It doesn't even feel real. No, for real. 16 years. But they kind of credit because, what, TT's going to be 15. So it's like, wow. Yeah, but even that's crazy. I still can't comprehend that. That's what I'm saying. But time goes. Time flies. Jesus, 16 years. It doesn't sound right, man. I'm only 19. That's not right. That's right. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, bro. I've been in that yard since I was four, bro. Because when when we moved there, he was going to the Seven Day Adventist nursery. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. He wasn't even in primary school. Just do one for... Inshallah. (laughs) Inshallah. So, so, um... Explain to us now, because I um uh just give me a thumbs up or a thumb down. Do you want to talk about uh, the the companies that you're a part of right now? Yeah, talk about yeah, okay. Um, I heard something about Graft in the pipeline. I've done a couple, you know, promotional videos for Graft. So, do you want to, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'm a co-founder of a company called Graft Virtuals. You can you can speak up into the mic. Sell 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 the product. I'm the co-founder of a company called Graft yeah. Virtual. Graph biz- Virtual Business Solutions. Okay. Which is myself and business partner Lee. Yeah. Who's also my boss in another company. Okay. Um, we basically shared shared wine more her than me over um an evening. Okay. And decided that we wanted more than what we were actually getting at the time because okay. we, you know, as much as people say um nine to five is like slave mentality you know it's a slave mentality really yeah. working to pay bills okay but that's just life that is you life. have to do it yeah. yeah it's what it's what else you do outside of that yes. yeah that that's brings in the different that makes the difference and we were there like we want more than this this doesn't make any sense of what we're doing yeah we could be doing this on the side and make money yeah so we decided to open a company okay um which is really we all remote yeah and we just use our skill set and we sell the business to others. So it opened in March this year. March 2023. 2023. Yes, um, yes. It has been slow. Okay. Because, you know, people are already established. Um, and people tend to go with who they know. Of course, okay? of course. Um, but we offer all back-end, back-end administration services. Such any, as? Such as admin, um, do your PAs. Do your telephone, telephone, do your finances, finances, do your payroll, payrolls, do your um contract writing, contract writings, you name it. Hear all of that. Half what the half of these companies offer like that, but I don't hear no contract one. writing. No, no one on the roads is doing what I'm hearing right now. Right, and then we do a lot. And so you guys got a website? Got a website. www.graphvs.co.uk. Graphvs.co.uk. It'll be in the link in the description. You guys know the vibes. Stop playing games out here. It's big bank. Take little bank. Anyway, speak to us more about this graph. We're listening. All yeah. is. So basically, um, there are there's three of us in the team, the main head team. The three of us come together. Okay. And we've all got our own skill set. So yes. um, as I said, we do. There's compliance. There's property funding. You name it. Um, our business partner Lee, she can um, she got connections in a lot of things, 
um so contract writing as i said if you want to find investment she knows about that because she used to work in the banking system hierarchy bank system oh, so right. she knows a lot yeah and um myself who does the bookkeeping and more than the bookkeeping the financial accountant yeah um and we've got an accountant who works with us also okay i do hr because i just finished studying hr and got my cipd so that, and I also have an outsource um, HRs to always liaise with as it's a new field to me Okay, and making sure. And then we got our other colleague, Joe, who is basically a website builder and she does all the social media, networking, LinkedIn, anything. Do you know what? Basically to enhance other people's business. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a few projects on at the moment. Yeah. Which God sent, let's be right. And we're looking for more, but looking for more that brings stability. Yeah. And we are all still working full time as oh. well as having a business on the side. Yeah. So, you know what? It never stops. So, this is what I'll say. Today is currently the 15th of October. By the time all my lovely viewers are watching this, it'll be the 19th of October. So, let's wrap down the end of the year. What is Graf's and Nat's P's plans for 2024? 2024 is basically to secure some long term contracts. Okay, when you say long term, what's that? One year, two years, yeah, five one, years? Yeah, one, two, two, three years. Uh, listen, ongoing. Okay. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you want the business. You know, we know what yeah. we can do. We know like what our team is capable and we give a hundred, more than a hundred percent. Okay, we are, we fight through. Yeah, and we're there to make sure that your business runs successfully. Yeah. Yeah, so that no one outside of your business would know, in fact, you're a one-man band or you're a two-man band because our support makes it feel like you're a company your su support system strong yeah it's strong. as well as each of you individually have your own like personally good recommendations yeah. from people so it's like the three of you together is like a it's like a dream team it's like yeah. an army it is really it is so 2024 definitely that definitely enhancing ourselves because you know the end goal really end goal is really to get to a point where you're making enough money that you don't have to work yeah someone else to someone else yeah. and the company that you have you just manage it you don't have to do anything if you don't want to because you've got people yeah. working there that's the end goal so um for those business owners watching because i know there's business owners watching mm -hmm. i've been seeing the comments i've been i've been stalking you all your viewers at home i've been seeing um just so is it is it package based or is it you got you can have package based but yeah. it's better to have a phone conversation consultation yeah to see what you require is it a free consultation it's free consultation free consultation yes. free consultation so what they call the number call the number i don't know what the number is now because i can't remember so they call the number have a conversation have a conversation and a price will be and given to them in how short of a time less than 24 hours less than 24 hours you get your price and what you guys can get started asap and as soon as the date we confirm the date that they want the work to start we start <sighs> sounds sounds simple enough for me sounds simple enough for you yeah it sounds simple simple real simple yeah it's kind of sounds kind of simple sounds you know what i mean so uh let's just for everyone at home let's let's get this money guys inshallah <laughs> so Graph 2024, you're looking for some longer contracts, looking for... So what type of people have you been running into in the bookkeeping accounting industry? What type of people have you come across in your... Constru who I've worked for, I've construction, construction for quite a while, um, um, graphic designers, okay, marketing, um, entrepreneurs who, who deal in properties. Yeah. Um, I've worked... God, I've worked in... 
major different industries, music industry as finance. I've done so much. It's it's like uh, some of them I can't remember. Yeah, but every the principles of bookkeeping are yeah. always the same. Okay, and it, those principles, like you have double entry because that's what bookkeeping is. Double entry. Yeah, which is basically money in, money out, and recording it correctly. Okay, okay. That is really what this, it's just simple like that. Yeah. But of course, you've got to have the time to do it. So. Like for me, let me go back a bit. Let yeah. me go back years. I went to school like everybody else. Yeah. I didn't do well. Okay. okay. I've got GCSEs. Okay. I got two. I think out of the bunch, I got two Cs. Those okay. were in English, correct? English. Yeah. Huh? In England, yeah, I went to school in England. Right. So my point is, I didn't enjoy school. Okay. I didn't understand school. Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, I thought I was actually quite stupid at school, to oh. be honest with you. Um, because... Which I have come to identify as I've got older and other people probably, and you know what, people do or they don't, right? The pressure. And I find it really hard to um, to um, pronounce words. Like dyslexia, really bad. Okay, okay, okay. And when you're, I'm 45 now. Okay, okay. All those years ago, I didn't know what it was. I just thought I'd just been stupid. Yeah, because I really, even now I struggle with words. I, I prefer to ask you, what does that say? Okay, yeah? okay. But numbers, no, I'm fine. Yeah. But numbers on a basic level. Okay. Don't give me algebra. I don't get it. And I didn't. And also, that is also an issue. I'm a visual learner, and I've come as you get older. Yeah. For me, you get you come to identify. So, at what age would you say you identified? I'm a visual learner. This other stuff's Probably not about working. When for I was me. about forty-two. Oh, so Recently, three years ago. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. All the time when I was doing my financing, the bookkeeping, I got it. Because I read the case study, yeah. because he asked me to do something, yeah. I, okay, I get that. And yeah? It's simple maths. Percentages. Speaking time. to the mic when you're speaking. It's simple maths, you yeah. know, percentages. Um, times tables, all those things, which is simple. Yeah. Right? Give me that. I've, you can't fool me. Yeah. Then you start talking, I need a fraction. I'm going to tell you straight, at school, all them things, I just, I don't like, what does that mean? Yeah. But then at the time, when I look back now, it just took someone to break it down yeah. for me to understand or show me and keep showing me a few times and then it would have it would have registered. But it didn't. In school, it's not like that. It's like you're in a class, 30 kids. You don't get it? All right, you go. You start at level one, yeah. which is top. You don't get it? Go down to level 10. Yeah, that's and that's and that's, that's how, how it public is. school works. Yeah, it's not. Oh, let me try and let me. You know, like I remember at school one time. I know I'm going back, but I remember at school one time. I said to the teacher, "Why is why does a equal two for argument's sake?" Yeah, and it just is. But how can it just that's, be? That's kind of ignorant. It, how can it just be? And and the teacher kept saying, "Yeah, but it just is." And I'm like, "No, but it can't just be." What yeah. does that symbolize? And well, I'm 45. What does why is a equal to two? Because I still um, I still don't know why it's equal to two. And my point is, yeah. you go through school. Not everybody. Some people get it. Yeah. But for those who don't get it, yeah, mm -hmm. and for those teachers who don't try to let the student get it, yeah, you then feel like a fool. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being in level two maths, yeah. which is was this, which was second from the top. Okay. And I remember leaving school in level seven, bottom. Oh shit. Because I I could not grasp, I did not understand why things were the way they are. And then everybody said, oh, you should take, in fact, I was reminded, oh, you should take a notice in primary school, in things school, because that's where it all starts, which doesn't make any sense, because in primary school, I knew more my time, to, you know, you knew basic maths. My mum used to teach me basic maths. I'm not, you know, but that's life. So 
the accountancy part, what I'm trying to say, the numbers that I do yeah. are second nature to me. I can do my job with my eyes closed. Mm. Yeah, I that's, can. That's big talk. I can sit there and have three companies in front of my screen and know what each three does without looking. Inshallah. <laughs> that's big talk right there. I want everyone right now to go get three things in front of you, close your eyes and tell me you could do that with no fails, no mistakes. Yeah, I, I just how, how much experience do you have in your field? How many years? Well, I'm what, 45, what, 20, nearly 30, <coughs> nearly coming up, nearly 30 years. Three decades of experience. And each time you go, go to a different job, you yeah. learn something new. I have just been, listen, everybody, and don't get me wrong, I believe mm -hmm. it is nice if a child can go to uni, 100%. Yeah. Because some people have that skill. Yeah. Yeah. And have that brain. That content level of concentration. Yeah. And have that ability. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah. So where I, to me, it's not a failure yeah. if you didn't. But what becomes a failure is if you don't do nothing with your life. Yeah. And I was always told from my mom. Yeah. Bless her. Quitting is not an option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got to keep going. So that is why I kept doing my evening classes. That's why I kept pushing through with the papers. And sometimes I laugh because Michael, my mom, I remember you there and you scrump up this paper because if it's not neat enough, you know, I'm not writing it. So I get, I see where Kimani gets it from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything has to be precise. Okay. Yeah. And you do that, you accomplish, you then go into jobs. And I, and I have been fortunate to have some bosses who have always opened their door and I'm learning what they know. Okay. Yeah. We're, it doesn't Inside happen. the secrets. Yeah, it, like finance. So sometimes I know, like, I wanted to do ACCA. And basically, ACCA is a chartered accountant. Okay. That's really what I wanted to become. Yeah. Okay. I sat an exam, froze in the exam. Like Looked a deer in headlights? Just, yeah, just sitting there, like, I don't know this. Oh. Absolutely. In the classroom, yeah. I got it. Flying. But in the exam, I'm like, what? I just and I got up and the teachers as if you finished and I just said honestly this isn't for me. So what would you say you deal with anxiety? Yeah, I think maybe. I just I just get really I look at the document yeah. and it's so it's more than what I think it is. Yeah. So you know what? Because I'm I know I'm that sort of person. Yeah. I prefer to do courses that don't have exams. Give me something that's coursework based. Theory based. Yeah. yeah. So that I read a case or I do the practical. Yeah. And then it's like all right, submit that. Understand more yeah. than sitting on a test and you got an exam with a yeah, hundred people no, on a I'm, desk. I'm like. not. I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have just, as I said, I've been fortunate to work with people who are accountants, who are. A, if I ask them a question, they've yeah. always been open to give me the answer. Okay. It isn't. Oh well, I'm the accountant. You're the bookkeeper. You can't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've learned as I've gone on. I've I've learned as I've gone on, so I'm a registered bookkeeper, yes. right? And from that, then I've got financial accounting experience because I've been exposed to it. Okay. Not because I studied it, but because I've been exposed to it, which has allowed me to be more than a bookkeeper. Oh, right. Yeah? But it is what it is. For some people, it's, oh, but me, you know, maybe people think, oh, you should be studying, but I didn't. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. Mm -hmm. It just is how it is. It is what and it I'm is. proud of it. And it will forever will be what it is. And it will as forever. you should be. I think... Like society today always make it seem like if you don't study, you can't get anywhere in life. Like some people, they're just not made to be in education. Like that's just how it is. But Big facts. you can still be successful even if you're not educated. 
100%. as long as you understand your own terminology even if anyone else don't understand it you can make it wherever you are yeah for everyone at home that doesn't know this podcast is run by a bunch of high school dropouts not me no Sorry. no i said run the two owners <laughs> double s and zella isn't that right zella <laughs> high school dropouts that's right yeah that's so. right so no shame here no there's no shame no shame it is what it is life is a journey you know life is and a you, journey just gotta keep learning. fighting keep and swinging and they make education more stressful than it is it, like, needs to all be. the pressure on like GCSEs and all of that like it is important but the way that they overstress about it is like it consumes you especially as a child the only two GCSEs they care about is math and English it's anyway true. it's true but they're stressing me about science it's true <laughs> and when I leave school and even the maths love it but when I left school, no one ain't asked me about no algebra. They won't ask me about no fraction. No, they won't ask me about no trigonometry. <laughs> they ask me about these things. It's true. The only thing they ask me is can you add up? Can you know your timetables, percentages? Do you speak and English and and do you speak English? That's and it. no Shakespeare. They want to know. They're not interested. That's no, true. They're not interested. It's true. Right, but the struggle still goes on. It just is what it is. But I'm not. For all those who are listening, I'm not saying education is not. Key. We're not shitting on the yeah, system. Yeah, we're not. Education is key. But you know stay what? In school. Are, stay in school. Learn from my mistakes. Stay in school. Go yeah. far. Stay in school. Of course, 100%. But then be true to yourself. It's yeah. true because even at school, like, you know, even if you don't understand something, some teachers can be really, like, distant towards you because all the smart people know. Then they tend to cater for the smart people. But the smart people are normal people once yeah, upon no, a time. So it's like different people have different levels of understanding. That's why more people will tend to like just act out and not care about the lesson because you don't even want to help me. You're just telling me if A should be two, A should just be two rather than breaking down how A is two. So then I'm going to act out because so you don't help me. Did you act out in school? No comment. Okay. Okay, we've got <laughs> that, no comment on that the means podcast. That yes. <laughs> no comment means no comment in my book. So, um, excuse me, for the record, I'm academically smart. It's just my attention span is not there for a long period of time. But um, you're in uni now for yeah. the record. Yes, I am. What are you um, studying for I'm those at home? I'm doing business management, innovation, and entrepreneurship. Ah. <laughs> How long's your course? Uh, it's four years. I did a foundation year because I took a gap year from college, so I needed to get my mind back in that education that, mindset. That zone. Yeah, but I'm in my second year and I'm having fun learning. What year do you finish? Yeah. I finished 2026. Uh, are they going to give you the honor roll and you're going to get your cap? And yes, I'm going to do my first ever graduation. High school musical life. stuff. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be serious. <laughs> So, Nats P, we're rolling up on the, the 50 minute mark here. Okay. Um, final questions, opening, closing. Would you change anything about your journey? Anything. No, why now? Because it's made me who I am. Okay. And you can't turn the cup back. Are you at peace with yourself now, 2023? You at peace? Is there some stuff that you still think, like, that keep you up at night saying, raw, like, wish I would have... Um, went that route or said that to that person before xyz yeah, of course you do think like that but then at the same time you've got to be realistic and think to yourself you cannot go backwards yeah, you've got to go forward yeah and if i didn't go down that road yeah or down that path or had said that conversation i wouldn't have learned what i learned okay so therefore you just have to just roll with it yeah. you know what i mean you can't change what is roll with the tide you have to roll with the tide and who's meant to be in your life is in your life and who's not going to be in your life ain't in your life it Inshallah. just is what it just is what it is so if you ask me if i'm at peace with myself now yeah yeah because i've accepted it is what it is true inshallah <laughs>
on, go on. Now, doing all your um, courses, being an accountant and all of that, is there any other <laughs> career paths that you would have went into? Now, looking back in hindsight. No, now, like, now. No, I'd like to do counselling. I think I'd, I'd, I'd like that. Counselling? Yeah. You're like on taking people's burdens. I think to be that's what a counselor is. No, that's what a counselor is. But you know what? I think counseling or therapy. I like it. I think it's you know it's interesting to hear others because when you hear others and they hear you, you find that what your strengths are and what their weaknesses. Because you know what? If I give if you if you listen, if I was able to give my whole journey story, yeah, you'd probably be like, Leah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, and I hear yours. I probably think I couldn't do what you done, yeah. but you, we did. We got through it. Yeah. The fact is, I've always said it, and I would always say, some people and all of us really, we have to fall, we have to graze our knee, we have to get up. You got to put the plaster on it, wash your face. You got, you got, yeah, you've Break got, your and, teeth. and you, but you've got to. The whole point is, you have to learn from it. Doesn't make no sense something happening, and you don't learn from it. And you run from it. Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Amen. You got to learn from your mistakes, and you know what? Sometimes you will run. Yeah. Sometimes you will run and sometimes you need to run. Because if you don't run, yeah. you're gonna be drawn back. And you'll into never know that. what it was like to yeah. run. Sometimes some situations you're gonna run from. I'm gonna um, tell you straight. I've done it. Serious gems we're hearing right now. Yeah, you gotta run. So to other people you shouldn't run. But to you, the only way to move forward is to run from the situation or whatever the whatever it is, because you need to get to that next step. It's like a therapy session. Yeah. We're not running like physically, like we we're running like no, of course, but yeah, metaphorically. and just like cutting off certain people. Okay. Sometimes not looking. So back. would you say you're um blunt when it comes to cutting off people? Do you guys do the <laughs> the soft approach or is it blocked? It depends. You know what? I'm I feel like I'm the I'm the block guy. You know, just <laughs> no more. You know, should I call that phone number? This number cannot be recognized. That's no, me. I'm not like that. I, I you know what? I'm I will allow. I have to get to a point within myself. Yeah. And not, sometimes it can be longer than others. Yeah. But when I get to that point of I'm done. Yeah. No matter what you say, it's just, I'm done. When I cut, I'm cut. Just don't, cut, man. Don't. And I'm not even bitter. I've just, oh, I've done the I'm end. There. This is the end. Yeah, but bitterness, who does it? Who does the bitterness bother? It bothers you, not the person. I'm all right with that, though. Well, if you're all right with it, it's fine. But I can I'm, with that. Me as an individual, I don't like the bitterness. I don't like the uncomfortable feeling. So when you hear me get to a point of I'm done or I turn my back, yeah? Mm-hmm. Don't ask me, oh, look back. I ain't looking back. I'm done because I've I've gone the journey with you to such point And, you know, some people can take the mick, yeah? And whatever, whatever the journey is, whatever. And then I, and then I have to realise I have to do me. And this, and I'm telling you things I'm learning in the last year journey now. Oh, only in the last, last year? Because I've done a, you know, life. So is it true what they say, like, 50 is the new 30? Is that what you feel like creeping up? No, I don't feel like that. I just feel that 50 is the new 30, no. I do, no, I, you know what? I just see things differently Yeah. than before. Okay. That's all. And you know what I mean? I've I spend in I spend a lot of time now looking at me. Yeah. My problem. Who am I? In the mirror. What do I? What do I portray? Okay. What do I allow? Okay. Um, and when you look at yourself, and you really do start stripping, you do see things you like and you dislike. But mm-hmm. that's who you are. So you either change some things, yeah. or you don't. So would you say the path you're on right now is self improvement? Hundred percent. It's her self improvement, self love, healing journey. Yeah. It is. Okay. Preach, inshallah. Yes, and as a wise man said to me once. 
never deflect your own feelings in the protection of others. Who was the wise man? Oh, it's Mr. Zilla. <laughs> oh, Zilla, the wise man. Can you <laughs> confirm or deny that this was you? Yeah, well, my auntie taught that taught me that for um, thirty five years ago. She said, "Never protect someone else's feelings while you're deserting." So it was not, when I said what I said. I know it. Sometimes it comes across a bit harsh, and at the time you probably don't want to accept the way I said it. But I couldn't give a shit when I said it and how I said it because I was just thinking about me then. Damn. Yeah, honest I, words from an honest man. But can I bring a point in there? Of course. If you learn that statement when yeah. you're younger, better. You're better. Yeah, word. I learned that one too late. What now? No, no. <laughs> too late. How no. old are you? I'm twenty. No, you haven't learned it late. You, if you, when you're older like me and you're learning that, because you weren't brought up like that, with that mentality. I that's the difference. If it's already in you, mm-hmm. instilled in you at this age, when you. People can't take Mick. No, I feel you, but like meaning too late was like like the advice I could have used a couple of years ago, but I healed from all of that. So now I'm on my my big one still. So Yeah, but then you was at yeah, you, okay. you, you was at school and you was a teen. There's a different there's a journey you have to go through. Yeah. True. Yeah. And if you didn't go through that journey, you couldn't be sitting here talking about what what's. Very true. Yeah. So but now the wise words that you have been given, it's engraved in you. You understand? So you live your life by those words. It's better now than you're 30, 40 and you're like, wow, I should have done it. Because you, 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 you're trying to balance something that is not to you, but you have got to make it you. The, the sweet, sweet words of harmony. <laughs> I want to thank Nats P. I want to thank Kay. I want to thank Zilla calling in today. Everyone, episode nine has been absolutely lovely. Um, I hope I hope I can see you guys on again soon. Maybe episode thirteen, fifteen. Maybe. Yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll we'll see what the schedule's saying. Okay, but and, um, yeah. And this episode just goes to show that you don't like cool. Like education is needed, but as long as you know the goals that you're looking for, you can always achieve them. They're achievable with hard work. As another wise man, as the same wise man told me, the hustle never sleeps. So as long as you stay awake chasing your dreams you will always succeed damn wow this wise man should write a book i know right should write a book. <laughs> trying to hear some stuff from this wise man but um <clears throat> thank you everyone for being here episode nine was amazing we're gonna go take a quick 10 minute break start recording for the next one so um yeah um i'm gonna say goodbyes goodbye from double s and um i'm gonna let everyone say their pieces before we log out love you all and uh see you guys next week Yes, goodbye from Case though. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Goodbye from N Nats P and I hope to return soon. Zilla, come yeah. on. Give us your and outro. As I said, yeah. As we say, good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Thanks for listening. And as we say, if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances. Peace. Grrr.